to the Therapist Mindset. My name is Jamie Bonaiuto and I am your host. I am a licensed professional counselor, licensed alcohol and drug counselor, registered yoga instructor, and Reiki master balancer of our chakras. This is my first episode of the Therapist Mindset. This is an unscripted podcast, which means I have an outline, but in the spirit of surrendering, I am just going with the flow. I'm going to focus my podcast topics week to week on what I am passionate about and what my clients and community tend to need. What does the collective need? So, This is how it goes. Mindfulness leads to growth and change. That's my motto. That's what I use in my practice. I'm passionate about a holistic approach using evidence-based therapies, spiritual base, and a mindfulness practice. So let's jump into it. I thought that I would start this first episode of The Therapist Mindset by telling my story. So without further ado, I am completely surrendering to being vulnerable and diving into vulnerability without any shame. Maybe a little anxiety, but no shame. We're going to leave that shame at the door. Let's get started. I have made a commitment to myself not to share much about my parents, mostly because they are still alive, which is great, but I don't want to inadvertently harm them in any way or have their feelings be hurt by anything that I might share. So I am going to keep shares about my parents very limited. I have also come to the realization and acceptance that they did the best that they could at the time with what they had to work with. I accept that now as an adult, I spent many years being angry, but I now understand and fully accept that they did the best that they could at the time with what they had to work with. And being a parent myself now, I can only hope and pray that my daughter also comes to accept looking back when she's an adult that I did the best that I did with what I had to work with and the choices that I felt I had to make at the time. So, I'm choosing to limit information shared about my parents, but what I will say is that I am grateful for them and I'm grateful for this understanding that I now have and this acceptance that I now have that they did the best that they could at the time. 
1996, I was living in Center City, Philadelphia. I was going to college and I was kidnapped by two men walking home. Um, Because I don't want to trigger people, I am not sharing specific details about that experience. But this is what I want to share and this is really the purpose of the therapist mindset. What I want to share about that opinion, about that opinion, that's not an opinion. What I want to share about that experience, the kidnapping, is that I am so grateful to have that as part of my journey. I hear what you're saying. What the heck, Jamie? What are you talking about? Rewind. Say it again. All right. I will. Yes, I was kidnapped by two men. Am I grateful that I endured a big trauma? Am I grateful that I suffered or abstained physical injury? Um, even injury that still has impact to this day, like an acquired brain injury. Would I wish that on anybody? No. So then what in the H are you grateful for, Jamie? Well, I'm going to tell you. Thanks for asking. I am so grateful looking back at that experience now as a healed version of myself. I am so grateful that that experience was part of my journey because had I not had that experience, I would not have been led in the direction of my life's purpose. So that experience having happened to me created a roadmap for my life's purpose and journey. And Similar to when we are traveling to a destination that we haven't yet traveled to, sometimes we take a wrong turn. Sometimes we need to reset the GPS and start over. So that trauma, that experience created a direction that I wanted to go in, created some direction for me to seek out healing and to create purpose and to make my life worth living given what I had to deal with. Make your life worth living given what you have to live with. It's because of that experience that I have been so successful And my life has been so meaningful and my work has been so meaningful to myself and to others. Because because of that experience, I have been of service to others as a healed version of myself. Let me tell you what I mean. After that experience, I sought some counseling And I went to counseling periodically over many years, um, going and not going, going and not going. 
When I decided to take a career path into the field of mental health, the first thought was, I will work with women. I will work with women who have endured, you know, hardship. I'll work at a sexual assault center. I'll work with women who have experienced human trafficking or domestic abuse. So that's what I did. And for some reason, that just didn't feel quite right with me. It just wasn't my jam. I don't know what it was about it, but it didn't really feel like I was fulfilling my sole purpose. So then I began to work with men. And I worked with not only men, but the sex offending population. And I have devoted my life, my career, to working and rehabilitating sexual offenders. I know what you're saying. People sometimes don't get rehabilitated. You know, that may or may not be true. Recidivism rates are minimal with this population. But if Part of treatment with me, part of healing with me, part of our experience together contributes or results in just one time somebody choosing not to offend, then I've saved or I've helped to prevent one victim. And in my mind, that is purposeful. That is meaningful. So I have dedicated my life and my career to service of others and particularly in working with people who have hurt people because hurt people hurt people and healed people heal people. So if we want more healed people, then we have to heal the hurt people. It makes sense to me. It fills me up. I am overflowing with gratitude when I can be part of somebody's healing journey. And that has helped, that service to others has helped my healing journey. And had it not been for that experience, that trauma in 1996, I don't know that I would have traveled on this road to this destination. And like I said, along the way, you take some detours and life brings you into a different path. But everybody's road and everybody's journey is different. And that was mine. The other part of this podcast, I'm going to incorporate our energy work, my energy work and healing. I'm going to leave people with skills that they can use. I'm going to utilize and teach people some strategies from evidence-based therapies like dialectical behavior therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy. As a registered yoga instructor, I utilize breath work and meditation in my practice 
and I'm going to share that with you all. Before I move on to utilizing my angel oracle and tarot cards to see what the collective needs, I am going to take this moment to plug some things. The therapist mindset at gmail.com. That's my email. If you have any ideas for topics that you want me to explore on this podcast, please email me. If you have personal questions, please email me. I want to hear from the collective. I want to know what is needed out there that you guys want to touch on. Follow my TikTok at The Therapist Mindset. And now I need to plug Shilajit. Those who do not know what Shilajit is, natural Shilajit resin. It is a plant-based vegan dietary supplement. I didn't know what it was either. But the company reached out to me after seeing my TikToks and sent me this product. I got it in the mail and, you know, I am a big advocate for supplements. I take my vitamins every day. I take my, um, I, I faithfully take my vitamins every day. I eat well. Uh, sleep is a non-negotiable for me. I need my sleep. But what in the heck is Shilajit resin? It's, like I said, a natural plant-based resin. It's vegan. It is chock full of vitamins and folic and humeric acids. And I've been taking it for about two months now. I'm not going to lie. It looks like tar and smells very earthy. That's That's a very nice way of putting it. But... You can dissolve it. You don't need a lot, like a pea-sized amount. Dissolve it in hot water, hot tea, hot coffee, and that's it. You don't taste it at all. So I've been using it on a daily basis for the past few months. Increases your metabolism. My energy is up. My mood is boosted. Brain fog gone. Mental clarity sky high. I feel great. I'm sleeping better, I'm more focused, I'm more productive at work. Shilajit Resin, Natural Shilajit Resin. The link to order is in my bio on TikTok, The Therapist Mindset. You can use promo code THERAPIST10 at checkout for 10% off your order. I do get a commission on that, so just being transparent and putting that out there. All right, let's see what the collective needs to know. So I use an angel oracle deck and a traditional tarot deck, but I also use cards that are coping strategy cards that we would use, that I do use as a therapist in individual sessions and group therapy just to kind of, you know, mix it up a bit, have a little fun. So let's see what the collective needs to know. So this is my angel oracle deck. Give a little shuffle. What does the collective need to know? What does the collective need to know? 
does the collective need to know? All right. So we are getting optimism. And practice makes perfect. All right. So I'm getting the sense and then getting the sense that the collective needs to know that you know when we start new things whether it's a mindset and just I'm just gonna go on a little sidebar here when talking about mindset it is because I have the attitude of gratitude and my mindset looks for the opportunities versus focusing on the problems that I have taken this trauma and created an abundant life, a successful career, and overall just joy and happiness in my service to others. We have a choice in that. People suffer horrific traumas, things that you can't even imagine, but we have the choice. We can remain in that victim identity or we can choose to take that trauma and use it to empower us because we have no control over what happened. We can't go back and do something different. We have no control over that. I spent years saying, why didn't I listen to my intuition? Because that day in 1996, I was waiting for the bus. I used to walk home every day from from my job that particular day, I said, I'm just going to take the bus. I don't feel like walking. I don't know why. I, I walked every, I never took the bus. And I got to the bus stop and I saw the bus leaving. And I said, Ugh, I'm going to have to wait 20 minutes for another one. I'm just going to walk. And I, and I said to myself, watch, today it'll be the day I get mugged. And that was the day I was kidnapped. Are you kidding me, Jamie? That was your spirit guides. That were your archangels telling you not to walk home that day. And I didn't listen to them. But the lesson is that we have a choice. I could have spent the rest of my life saying, I knew I should have taken the bus. Why did I walk? Why did this happen to me? I can't, you know, why does this have to happen to me? Or... I can take that and empower myself because that's where your power lies. Your power lies in what you have control over, not what you don't have control over. So we have to choose to focus in the areas where we have the control. That's how you empower yourself. I have no control over the fact that I chose to walk despite a clear intuitive message telling me to take the bus. I have no control over that. You can't go back in time. But what I can control is what I'm going to do with it. Well, I'm going to listen to my intuition now, even if people think that I'm Looney Tunes. I'm going to listen to my intuition. And I'm going to use that experience to empower others, to heal, to help other people heal on their journeys. And to remind people that despite suffering, you are not alone. 
and it does get better. So getting back to my angel deck, I got optimism. It's all about your mindset, baby. Practice makes perfect. And that's how you're going to be triumphant. Those are the three cards. Optimism, practice makes perfect, and triumphant. So with the right mindset and practicing, practicing your skills, you will be triumphant and overcoming anything that you're challenged with. Now, it's a common misperception that people think you are supposed to be competent and have mastery over whatever you're doing right away and people get so down on themselves they're like oh I just started um, a podcast I'll use use this for an example since this is the first episode of the therapist mindset somebody might say oh I just started a podcast I made four episodes and I'm just not any good at it I think I'll quit you know so-and-so makes a podcast and they have a huge following. Well, so-and-so maybe had, maybe so-and-so was making this podcast for the last four years. And you're comparing yourself to somebody with experience when you are just getting out of the gate. So we're not expected to do things really competently right away. Does a baby fall when they first start getting up to walk? Yes. Does that baby say, oh, I'm no good at this, I'll just keep crawling? No, it's our human nature to keep practicing until we master that skill. So allow yourself that compassion, allow yourself that kindness and that time to develop your skills Keep practicing them. Don't give up. The next deck I'm going to pull from is the DBT cards. So DBT is Dialectical Behavior Therapy. It's an evidence-based treatment modality curriculum by Marshall Linehan. DBT has been used worldwide. I love DBT because... Not only is it evidence-based, but it incorporates mindfulness into the curriculum. It, mindfulness is a huge, is the foundation. Mindfulness is the foundation of allowing ourselves to be in control of our emotions, especially when there are so many times that we are not in control of our environment. So... DBT has been really important to me. I've been um, teaching and utilizing DBT for many, many years, um, 20 years or so. So these cards are DBT skill cards and let's see what DBT skill the collective needs to know. What DBT skill does the collective need to know? Oh, our angels, you never cease to amaze me. All right, let's see. Utilize your senses and radical acceptance. So those are the DBT skills that came out for us. Let me see, I'll pull one more. I feel like one more. Angels, spirit guides. 
What DBT skills does the collective need to know? Oh, we were just talking about this. You can't make this shit up. We always get what we need. Except comparisons. All right, so radical acceptance. Ah, let's just hit the hardest skill right off the bat. Right out of the gate, radical acceptance. This is what I was talking about earlier. I have the chills. Like, we are just so blessed. You know, spirit, angels, archangels, spirit guides, ancestors, they're always around us. We just have to choose to listen. Radical acceptance is the hardest skill. Why? Because people want to control and not accept. We have to surrender to that which we cannot control. So radical acceptance is the concept of, under, you know, it's radical because I don't want to accept that. But we, we can't control it. So when you feel like you are, I always tell people, if you get that feeling where you're banging your head against the wall, you know, you have a problem, you have a situation, and, you know, you're trying to solve it, you're trying to fix it, nothing's going your way, you're frustrated, you feel like you're running around like a chicken, with your head cut off, or you're banging your head against the wall, those are the clues, those are your body's clues that you need to take a step back, because maybe what you're trying to fix doesn't have a fix it, and the remedy is to accept. So it's despite... The circumstances being undesirable, like nobody wants a diagnosis like a medical illness or grief over death or loss, despite the circumstances being undesirable, you're accepting that they are. It is what it is. So radical acceptance is not saying that what happened is okay. It's not saying that It's okay that this has happened. It's just saying, I accept that this is the reality and I'm going to focus now, not on changing it, but on how I can learn to live with it. And we do that with mindfulness. And that was the other card that came out is utilizing your senses. So when we utilize our senses, our sense of smell, our sense of sight, You know, like right now, name three things that you can see. Name two things you can hear. Like right now, name five things you can see. Name four things you can hear. Name three things you can touch. Name two things you can smell. Name one thing you can taste. Just in doing that, in that quick period of time, you have grounded yourself using your senses. That's a quick grounding that anyone can do if they're having a panic attack, if they are disassociating and need to be grounded back into the here and the now. Utilize your senses to ground yourself. And then the last card that came out from our DBT skills deck is accept comparisons. Draw healthy comparisons. Comparing yourself to others is human nature. So I'm not saying don't do it. I think that's impossible. That's not a realistic expectation, but healthy comparison. So me comparing my podcast when this is my first episode to somebody else's podcast, like a famous, like Jay Shetty, 
who has millions of of um, followers and has been doing this for some time now, years. That's not a healthy comparison. Compare yourself to somebody who's doing better than you because you want to learn from them, but it has to be a healthy comparison. And then compare yourself today to where you were yesterday. So ask yourself, am I making an improvement today from yesterday? If so, you're winning. It's these small steps that gang momentum and every step forward, even if it's a half a step, is a step in the direction that we want to go. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I am honored to be here. Remember, the therapist mindset at gmail.com. Please feel free to write in questions or topics. Follow me on TikTok, the therapist mindset, and Shilajit Resin. Coupon code or promo code therapist10 for 10% off your order. The link is in my bio, the therapist mindset TikTok. I love you guys. Love and light. See you next week. I hope you enjoyed this first episode. As you could see, there are some mistakes, but get ready for more bloopers because this podcast, like I said, is unscripted. But not only are we unscripted at The Therapist Mindset, but we are also unedited because I am keeping it real.